0: This podcast does not provide medical advice. It is not a substitute for advice provided by a doctor or other qualified healthcare professional. Never ignore professional medical advice in seeking treatment because of something you heard on Women on Wheels. I'm Favor. I'm Lou. I'm Tyra.
1: And I'm Allie.
0: And we are Women on Wheels, talking about the things that we're passionate about that others may not discuss. Make sure to check out our previous podcast and let's get into our last episode of the season. Today we
1: are talking about
0: mental really? health.
1: Okay, so Alyssa, would you like to start us off talking uh, about um, the perspective of women with mental health? Um, I know women with mental
0: health, uh, especially nowadays, um, even with a woman within the last four years who was like in the election, like Women have always been seen as super emotional and unpredictable. But, like, that's not exactly true at all. Everyone has emotions. Um, women are just more outright with them, I guess. And that's because we've been taught that it's okay more for us to be outright with our emotions. Maybe men. But everyone's emotions are completely valid and allowed to be discussed and talked and shown. And, Yeah that's so true i totally
1: agree um i know
0: um personally i have had mental health like i don't want to say issues but i've had like my own odd relationship with mental health i guess you could say um like i've had anxiety and depressive episodes um uh my anxiety really kind of started when I was seven and it was just like a plain plight. And like, I would shake really bad. Like I'd have anxiety attacks. I'd be like crying and it was scary. You know, you'd have that heart beating fast. Um, But then like later it progressed into like stomach issues. I had really bad stomach issues for a year. And then now it's just kind of like anxiety pains. Like I'll have like a sharp pain in my chest and I'll be like, Oh, I'm anxious. Okay. It's not exactly like that, but
1: Yeah, but I get what you mean. That's how it goes.
0: Yeah. And then um, come, like, being a – when I was in seventh grade, I started getting really deep and low and, like, depressed. And it was rough. It was really, really rough. And being young, there's a lot of feelings and hormones, and you're trying to figure everything out. And some people may brush it off as just, like, oh, you're growing. But then, like, other times it is an issue. And you've got to reach out and talk about it. And that's what I did. And I eventually got better. I'm be- better. Yeah. <laughs> we love but that for you. That's that's a bit of a rundown on how I did it. And I've grown from that experience, too. Does anyone else want to
1: share? Um, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tyra, do you want to go first?
0: Oh, sure. So in fifth grade, I was diagnosed with OCD. And, like, OCD usually has obsessions and compulsions with obsessions being in your head and compulsions actually acting on it and the majority of mine were obsessions so just random things would go on in my head over and over and over and I couldn't really stop it and just like with being 11 years old at that time it was really hard to process what was going on and so I went to counseling and I took medication and things started getting better and yeah here I am now um yeah I feel like now, I feel stronger through it, and I can help others who are going through the same thing I did.
1: That's really, really wow. awesome, Tara. Mm-hmm. Look at you go. Thanks. Get it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, I personally have had my own battle with anxiety actively going on right now. Um, With school, it's been really hard to draw the line in between what's anxiety and what's stress. And, like, cool. recently, I've actually been, like, talking to doctors about it, but, like, because I'm in my junior year of high school and everybody's losing their minds around me, it was hard to distinguish in between what I was feeling and what I was taking on the feelings of my other friends. Um, I know that like anxiety for me, I have a lot of physical symptoms. So like I'll start to shake and I'll feel like I'm about to faint and I'll feel like somebody's about to attack me. So like my heart gets really, really fast. Um, And so like that was probably the most horrifying experience in my life. But after I, like, after I am seeing help, like, I'm still actively looking for an outlet to talk about that with. Um, I feel like it's getting better the more I talk about it. And that's, having that's friends that don't really just push weird. it aside and talk about it is really nice. hmm
2: Favour? Favour, do you, you have anything you'd like to add? <laughs> you guys sound <laughs> like evil twins. But in terms of <laughs> I I I don't want to speak on anxiety because I'm not like you know I don't know much about it and you guys have obviously done like you like counseling and you've gotten to know more about that so um I know as far as stress that can like really take a toll on me personally as far as like school or thinking about my future like right now I'm not a hundred percent sure if like what I'm planning on doing is what I want to do for the rest of my life so that really like 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 that plays a toll on me physically and mentally at times because I feel drained because I don't feel like um like I know what I'm here to do like my purpose right now so yeah that's kind of
1: that stresses me out I definitely get that it's scary Favor and I are both juniors in high school, and as the year is approaching, we're realizing senior year is mm-hmm. coming up, and we have to start making exactly. decisions, and that's, it's terrifying. It's very terrifying. Yeah.
2: And <laughs> yeah, I think that, it's, it's yeah. just scary knowing that, like, like, I don't feel like I used my high school time. I'm, like, I'm always thinking about, I'm, I'm putting <laughs> so much effort into my future that I'm not focusing on the present. And at the same time, I feel like I'm losing a part of myself because of how distant I am from the people around me right now because, like, I'm trying to see a future goal that I'm not even sure of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: another
0: thing um, with my experience with anxiety, um, a lot that I've heard lately is that anxiety is either caused by living in the past or living in the future and not living in the present. Mm-hmm. And I found myself thinking about that. And usually when I get really anxious, I bring myself back into the moment. So, like, if I'm having, like, a full-on attack, what I do is I put on some, like, jazz music. Um, I get, like, eucalyptus hand sanitizer. Ah. I love the smell of eucalyptus, but, like, it brings me back. And I sit just with jazz music, like, blasting with my eyes closed. And I'm just, like, bring myself back into the moment. And I don't let my mind wander to the future or to the past. I just focus on the moment. And it usually brings me back, and I feel sorry. But that's kind that's of... That's great. ...cope with an anxiety attack. Yeah. Yeah, when I start freaking out, too, I just, like... I have to remember that I need to take a deep breath and remember everything is going to be fine and that, you know, God has it in his hands. And yeah,
1: exactly. we only have about like five or six minutes left. So I was wondering if you guys wanted to talk about how what's going on in the world around us is affecting mental health, not only for ourselves, but for the people around us.
2: I think right now, um, it's the perfect time. I think some things happen for a reason and I know people I um my heart goes out to the families who are who are suffering from losses right now. Um, but I also think that this is a time for those of us who who are lucky to have our families right now near us to appreciate and and honestly like spend time with them because this time has made us has made me personally realize that like your families, your friends, they're precious because we, a lot of people can't see uh, a lot of their distant family members right now or their friends. So when, when we get out of this, like we have to show more appreciation on all the little things, you know what I mean? Like
1: you can't can't take these things for granted. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I think another thing that a lot of people are for like, personally as someone who does struggle with anxiety being in the situation where you do have to be in one place for a really, really long period of time. um, It kind of, for me, it's kind of put me into a negative mindset. And so not having school there to push me out into talking to people and not having um, like my friends near me to like get me out into the world and out of my bedroom has been really hard because I find myself kind of just like burrowing and not wanting to do anything and so it's kind of hard to stay motivated right now especially when you see tons of people on instagram and snapchat doing five billion things and it's just kind of like i have no work ethic right now because i just feel like scared to go outside yeah
0: yeah something i do to kind of like motivate myself a little bit more is i get dressed and i get ready like all ready for the day and i've noticed that the days i don't do that i'm kind of in a worse mood and I stay in my room all the time and yeah it's just not as healthy for me if I don't feel ready and motivated yeah to get myself that's an interesting
1: thing I might try doing that (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) um to stay motivated because it's been really hard for me I took an online class last year and I would get so far behind just because like it was just work and I couldn't stay focused and motivated but one thing is like I uh, set, like, limits for myself. So I do, like, three of my classes because I have six classes to do. So I do three of my classes, and then I'll take, like, an hour break, and I'll go back and do my other three classes. And then, like, in between each class, I might give myself a little break and congratulate myself for, like, getting the work done.
2: I like what you said there about, like, putting time aside because I actually – I saw a post from Kiki Palmer that said – um you never lacked time you lacked discipline and i found that like it's like a bitter truth because for me like during school i was like oh i don't have time to do all these things that i want to do like i'm so busy but now that i have the time like mm-hmm. at home i i find myself like i'm not getting maybe i'm not getting work done on time i'm still procrastinating and stuff i just need to like work on that discipline and actually making making the making choices making sure that I put aside my own time to get stuff done yeah Yeah.
1: and Mm -hmm. by that same like train of thought you also have to put time to just care for yourself Mm -hmm. to like spend time to not be productive to sit in front of the tv and watch some netflix to just draw or color or just do something for you because we a lot of people are pushing each other to be very, very productive right now. But in the end, you have to do what makes you happy, whether or not that's building something or creating something or just sitting down and, like, relaxing for once. Yeah. Which is something that's very hard to do when you're, like, an overly productive Mm -hmm. person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think some coping mechanisms we could all use right now. My teacher has us all do, like, a mental health, work thing like every time Pretty we have nice. an assignment so like it'll be like follow this link and do 15 minutes of meditation or facetime a friend for 15 minutes in the middle of homework to just like talk to somebody yeah and so i think prioritizing mm-hmm. that is a really big thing finding ways to connect even though we can't be physically there with each other
0: exactly that's a really good idea and i found that helps yeah. like if i'm having a bad day i'll like facetime my friend and then we'll, like, talk about it because we have the exact same classes, and we'll talk about it. And then I feel so much better. And we even just talk about stuff that's not even school-related. And it's just, like, being able to talk to someone who's outside of my family helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Go ahead, her <laughs> Oh, I've been... <gasps> <laughs> i've been sending like letters to my friends and me and one of my friends we're like doing it every day so we'll it gives us the chance to get out of the house and like actually deliver the letter and like see each other from six feet apart obviously but it's just yeah it's it's helpful and being able to feel motivated to do something it kind of puts me in a routine exactly. that like i know i have something to do for every day well, yeah, honestly super i cool. just
2: want to say If you have not listened to Beyonce sing When You Wish Upon a Star on ABC, that's a must. That's a must.
1: (laughs) Thank you. And with that, the episode is coming to a close. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us on our last podcast. Make sure to stream other episodes of our podcast. This is off signing off for the last time. Peace! Everybody say goodbye. goodbye. Bye! Jeez. And please remember that the
0: thoughts expressed here are the thoughts of the anchors and not of the City of Surprise or the Surprise Youth Council. Be sure to stream us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio Public.